And so I told him like, if you, you know, if you agree to visit with me, I promise you, I'm not going to ask you for a gift. If I do, I give you permission to slap me in the face. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. Do you view challenges that come before you as excuses or as obstacles to be overcome? The distinction I make is two people can encounter the exact same situation, and one of them can use it as an excuse to excuse lack of performance and results, and another person can see the exact same situation and say, this is an obstacle that I'm going to overcome. So I notice many times speaking to organizations, they'll say things like, well, none of our donors want to meet. And people say this as an excuse. They don't want to meet. And it's just this, you know, fact that must be accepted. And they don't realize that they're doing it. They don't realize they're making an excuse. They really believe that's the truth. But if they were to view it as an obstacle that could be overcome, they could go to someone who has a little more experience than them and say, hey, I've noticed it seems like a lot of our donors don't want to visit. Could you analyze some of my communications? Let me see if there's something I'm missing. How would you approach this? Because when you view it that way, it op- it leaves the possibility that there's something you could learn or something you could do differently that could result in more visits. So uh, I think about um, when I started learning how to respond to objections people would give, it gave me dramatically different results. So I think most gift officers will hear a donor say something like, well, we've already made all our giving decisions for this year, so there's no reason for us to meet. Or, uh, you know, hey, I already know all about what you guys are doing. There's no reason for us to meet. And I have encountered this many times when I first started reading stuff on how to respond to objections from stuff like uh, Steve and Schiffman wrote a book, Cold Calling Techniques. There's fanatical prospecting I always talk about. And then some stuff that Jerry Panis writes in some of his books and then just a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff like that. I realized you didn't just have to accept these things and you could respond in a helpful way that led to lots of visits being closed that you otherwise would have just walked away from. So for example, there's a guy that I met with, uh, well, story time. Um, I hadn't met with him yet. I knew he was in our database. He hadn't given in probably five years. But the notes in the database said that this is like a really wonderful guy, super friendly to be around, really generous. He wasn't super wealthy. He'd given $1,000 previously, but just like really positive, great guy. And so I come across him in the database, call him up, and he tells me that he doesn't want to visit. And he, the specific reason is that at first he's just being a little vague and I kind of respond to some of those objections. Then ultimately, he just tells me that his granddaughter has a really rare disease and they're putting all their money into this, uh, you know, research organization that they helped fund. And um, that's just their priority. And I could have just said, 
okay, like, thank you so much. But what I told him was, and we, we had, we'd been on the phone for a few minutes at this point, kind of going back and forth. And he had a really great spirit about him. And I could tell there was a, I was, I could tell that the joke I was about to make would land well with him. And what I told him was, is essentially I told him that, look, I completely understand. I am not going to ask you for a gift. I know you're all in on that. That's not what this is about. But like, if you were to accept a visit with me, it would be the greatest joy of my day. Like getting to meet with people like you is the greatest joy of my job. And I understand you've got to be all in on this. So I'm not going to ask you for a gift, but there's a lot of ways you could help. Or maybe you're going to run into somebody. But those things just, there's no possibility of them happening if we don't get together and get to know each other and have a conversation. And so I told him like, if you, you know, if you agree to visit with me, I promise you, I'm not going to ask you for a gift. If I do, I give you permission to slap me in the face. And he laughed and he agreed to the visit. And we wound up going to have coffee and we met at a Starbucks and just had an incredible conversation. I, I loved talking to this guy. We met for an hour and a half or two hours. And he just told me all about his granddaughter and, you know, a bunch of different stories related to that and some of the research they're doing and the money they're putting into it and how his son is involved and he's working really hard to achieve X, Y, and Z. And we just, we just talked about him and his granddaughter and his family for, you know, 95% of the time. And at one point, he asked about our work. So I just gave him like, hey, this is what we're doing today. And of course, I didn't ask him for a gift. Um, It was not on my radar at all. And we just had this incredible conversation. And we were getting ready to leave. And before we left, he reached into his pocket and he slid over a check for $1,000 that he'd already written out. And he told me, you know, my wife talked talked about it this morning and we just felt called to help out, you know, in, in some way. And so here you go. And it was just such, it was, it's one of my favorite visits I've ever been on. Like I didn't ask for anything. He felt he wanted to help in this way. And we just had a great conversation, just two friends sitting down talking about life and its challenges. And, and it was just amazing. And that wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have, you know, responded several times to him telling me he didn't want to visit with me. And a big reason a lot of people don't want to visit is because they know they can't give us money right now, or it's not going to be something significant, and they don't want to waste our time. But it's never a waste of time going on a visit. I mean, partially, part of the way I viewed this is I really wanted to visit this guy, but I also knew, I knew there is no chance, no realistic chance that visiting with this guy is going to lead to some gigantic gift. But part of the reason that I responded several times to his objections is because I wanted to get practice responding to objections in somewhat of like a low pressure situation. Like there's, there's nothing big we're going to lose out on. And so let me get some practice responding to objections so that especially so I can get really good at this. And especially when I am on the phone with somebody who has far greater capacity, I don't want it to be the first time I'm trying to respond when someone is telling me they don't want to go on a visit. And so it was just amazing. Like, I'm so glad 
I didn't just accept it and walk away. And the same is true for him. He was really happy that I didn't give up and we got to have this great visit. And so that's just a little bit of encouragement to respond to people's objections. Don't just give up. It's not just for the good of your organization. It's for the good of that person as well. Now, how do you actually respond to some of these objections? I'm going to give you a little bit of a teaching lesson here, but you can find out in far greater detail how to do all this stuff in my course, Major Gift Millions. But one of the main principles of responding to objections is say something. Most people just accept it, and that's the end. Next principle is don't try to convince them that their objection is wrong. Like when someone tells you something like, I've already made all my giving decisions for this year. Don't tell them, yeah, but what we're doing is just so important. Like maybe it'll, you might want to help. No, don't, don't tell them that. Don't tell them that their objection is not valid. You want to affirm their objection. So somebody tells you, I've already made all my giving decisions for this year fantastic. The majority of our most significant donors, the first time I reached out to them, they'd made their giving decisions for the year because people who give away a lot of money usually plan it out in advance. And so I expected you wouldn't have any significant uh, giving left on the table for this year. I just want to get a visit to get to know you, understand you. And at some point in the future, If it ever is the right timing to talk about a gift, we can do that then. But that's not the purpose of this visit. Um, So again, like I didn't tell them, well, maybe you will give us money. It's no, you're right. This is and not, not only are you right, this is the exact scenario that the majority of our largest donors were in the first time I reached out to them, letting them know that this is the exact type of situation that is perfect for a visit. Another objection people will get frequently um, is people will say, I already know everything about your organization. And that's, and that's a great objection. It's a reason you shouldn't visit if the purpose of the visit is to tell people about how great we are, which is what most organizations do. They just want to waste people's time telling them how amazing their organization is and how they should give them all their money. But if someone gives you that objection and you respond with, That's exactly why we should visit. I know you probably know more about this organization than I do. You've been given for 25 years. I'm six months into the job. I'd love to visit with you, not to ask you for money, but to get to or tell you about what we're doing. But for you to tell me about some history, what's caused you to give so generously, what are the things you love about what we're doing, what are the things you would change, I want to get to know you so that I can perform better in my role and serve this organization well. How does next Tuesday at 10 a.m. look for you? So don't tell people their objections are wrong. Let people know that uh, their objection is, uh, affirm them in it, but then show them that's exactly why we should visit. So hope that was helpful. If it was, please leave a rating and review and Apple Podcasts. If you want to learn more about my course, Uh, You can go to onevisitaway.com slash millions. It is everything I teach major gift fundraisers on how to succeed at major gifts. There is a 30-day, no questions asked, money-back guarantee. So if it isn't transformative, just let me know. I'll give you a refund, no questions asked. Hope to see you in the course. And as always, I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from growing your mission and your impact.